This is the Just Now podcast, where we talk all about the feeling of being alive and the art of living. Just Now is part of Today I Live, a brand founded a few years ago with a quest to help as many people feel alive. To be excited to get up, to play, learn, explore, move, grow and to connect. To feel alive. That's my purpose. To end my day and say, today I lived. I'm Dan Uitenwaal, writer and storyteller. And you are listening to the Just Now podcast. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to a new episode. It's Tuesday today and it's raining right now. And that allowed me to have some time to reflect. And this morning I reflected on some of my inner monsters. And therefore I found myself quickly writing a story about how we create our own monsters and how we can deal with them and In this story, you'll figure out how to deal with your fears and traumas and anxieties. So let's get into this story. It's called, We Create Our Own Monsters. How we create our own obstacles. I found myself stuck again with the monsters that I created. They are in the same room as I am. And I dare not look at them and try to hide from them. The panic and anxiety hold control over my body. I am not paralyzed, but I am frozen in a feeling that I'd rather not experience. A feeling of tension, anxiety, stress and restlessness. It's a feeling that comes up when the monsters I created for myself come out of their hiding spots again. Most of the time, the monsters are the same. They represent the same feelings, the same fears and the same worries, the same memories in people. They are the monsters that I have not yet learned to love. They are still monsters because I am too afraid to crawl out of my hiding spot and face them. This is something I feel many of us are going through. Facing our inner monsters and demons. Those fears, traumas and anxieties keep haunting us. They are the monsters we have created. They are the monsters that hide sometimes. Making us feel like we are all okay. But then all of a sudden they jump out at us. And make us feel that fear again. They come out at unexpected moments. They jump out when we hear that one song that reminds us of that one memory. Or they jump out when someone gets mad or frustrated or doesn't love us and they remind us of the memory in our past where we weren't loved. Or the monsters jump out when we sit in silence, when we are all alone with our thoughts and discomforts arise. They haunt us, wherever we go. But I do believe that these monsters we create deserve a little love. Don't you think? 
Part 1. We create them. We all have monsters. Demons within us that terrify us. These monsters are our fears, our traumas and anxieties, most of the time of our past. They haunt us during the nights and in moments of silence because they know those are the moments we are weakest and most vulnerable to them. These monsters are created out of memories of the past. I have had many demons, but the one I am most afraid of now is the one linked to anger. A few years ago, I discovered that I am a high-sensitive person, which means that I feel what others feel very vividly. It gives me the natural ability to be compassionate with others and to help others. But at the same time, it means that sensations are extra strong. It means that too many people in the same room overwhelm me. It means that talking to a stranger is highly draining to me. I feel and notice every little detail. I know if someone is annoyed by the way they move their mouth or the vibration in their voice, even when they are trying to repress it. The most subtle clues I can pick up that make them both draining as well as incredibly beautiful. It also means that when others get angry with me, I shut off. Anger is one of those emotions that's really strong, that makes my system overload. This means that when someone shouts or get angry, or starts a heavy discussion, I can't continue the conversation. It's too much for me to handle. Besides, having a conversation with anger involved is never a good idea. This natural avoidance of anger has created fears for me, especially with my parents, as many of you might do too. Parents can get very angry with us, especially if they are stressed out. When someone is angry, they naturally resort to shouting, using vile words or manipulations, which to me are rather overwhelming, to say the least. This means that when my parents got mad at me, it was way more frightening, frightening to me than it was to, let's say, my sister or some of you. In my youth, I didn't know why I reacted so heavily towards anger, so that meant that I dealt with it by closing off. I ceased to talk with my parents when they were mad. I shut down, didn't answer any of their questions and started avoiding topics on conversations that might upset them. Out of that, I created demons, monsters in my head, that now haunt me. I have created monsters from seemingly minor accidents and events but that doesn't mean that they aren't very lively to me. We all create demons and monsters out of our memories. The thing is that those monsters of the past can't hurt us anymore, and they are most certainly less daunting. Yet we dare not face them, because we are still that little kid or teenager who is afraid of what the monster represents. For me, one of those monsters is representing my fear for my parents, their anger. I fear that if I don't follow their guidance, they will get mad at me, because this was often the cause of their frustration and anger with me when I was a teenager. 
I have created a monster out of this that haunts me today when I have to make decisions that they are most likely not gonna like. Therefore, I most of the time don't dare to share it with them. I let the monster rule me and control me. Allowing this to happen pulls us out of our authentic life path. If we fear those demons, it means we will at some point decide to back off from something we would love to do but are afraid of doing because there is a demon blocking the path. Unless we take the first step, which is to recognize that we have created the monster ourselves. That doesn't mean we neglect it. The monster to us is real, for now. But to live your life, your authentic, meaningful, loving and joyful life, we need to stop seeing it as a monster. The first step forward is to recognize that we have created this monster ourselves. I have created a monster out of my fear of people who get angry with me. I have allowed that monster long enough to control a lot of my decisions in life. I now see that the monster isn't related to what's going on right now. That monster is based on a memory, on fights with my parents, where voices were raised and we got mean to each other. But those fights are no longer present. I can see that the monster is scaring my inner kid, but I am no longer a kid anymore. I am older now, and have come to a part of my life where making big decisions is part of my daily life. Only I can make those, and I cannot let anyone influence those decisions, for that means I allow the monster to control how my life is going. To me, this means that I accept that some people will get mad. To you, this might mean that you dare to say hello to your crush, because you stop fearing that he or she will hurt you. Or it could mean that you tell your spouse that something he or she does is hurting you. Recognize that you have created a demon, a monster in your past but also see that the monster is no longer necessary to protect you. That monster is no longer as daunting and as scary as it was when you were a kid or a teenager. You can start loving it. I wanted to quickly interrupt the story to tell you that I have created an ebook about dealing with your emotions. And in there I share three steps to deal with your emotions to see the beauty of them and to use them wisely to inspire and motivate and encourage others to live a beautiful life. So you have three steps to both make your own life better as well as the life of someone else. Wouldn't that be amazing? I want to share this with you for free. You can get it, you can download it over on todayilive.com slash emotions. And I'll also add a link to the description of this podcast. I hope you're gonna like it. For now, let's get back into this episode. Part 2. We can love them. 
to recognize that we have created these monsters and that we no longer grant them power doesn't mean we force them away. That only makes them angrier. Just imagine how it would feel to you if someone shoved you away, as if a good friend of yours just all of a sudden pushed you out of their lives. You would both be sad, devastated and furious. Right? Why then won't these monsters inside of us feel the same? The monsters we have created in our minds are us. They are part of us. They might, for now, not be pleasant and loving parts of us, but they can be. This is a profound change for me. I've recognized monsters throughout my life and stopped granting them power, but never have I loved them afterward which always made them return to me. I always found myself in the same spot again, after a few months of sometime, or sometimes years. That is because shoving them away or pushing them away denies a part of us. The monster in our minds are part of who we are, and all they are trying to do is help us and protect us. It's the monsters that have protected us from getting into an even worse situation. Therefore, we can be thankful for it. All monsters, all traumas and fears we hold have both a good and a bad side. It's that duality of life again. It's what we should embrace. The monsters are bad in that we have allowed them too much power over our lives. But they are good because they have protected us from harm. In life, we want to strive to learn from the bad and embrace the good. Therefore, we should learn from our monsters by seeing that they have had a lot of control over our lives and that this is no longer necessary, as well as embracing their protective side so that we can learn to protect ourselves when others attack us in any possible way. We should strive to love our monsters. The way to do that is to look at them. Remember how you hid under your blanket when you thought there was a monster in your room? Well, now I want you to come out of your blanket just like you did when your mum entered the room and gave you a loving kiss on your cheek or forehead. I want you to be the same. To crawl out underneath your hiding spot and be kind to yourself. It is scary to face the monsters you have created for yourself. So be kind. Be proud of your strength to face them. And then if you can look the memory that has become a monster in your mind straight into the eyes. Forgive it. That's love. That's how we love our monsters. For me, it meant both forgiving myself for not holding my ground, as well as forgiving my parents for not getting angry with me. No side has done inherently wrong. We all act out of our emotions sometimes, and those aren't always loving and kind. That's why we cannot blame ourselves or the monsters. We both deserve love. And then, when we love our monsters, they will leave. Just like you will be able to sleep peaceful again after your mother left you. Love isn't a force that pushes things away. Love is instead a force that pulls things closer to you. So you can see their true beauty. Part 3. It takes time. This transformation and change 
takes time. Well, not time exactly, but it takes practice. Some people might be able to change it in a day. Others need a week or a month or sometimes years. It all depends on how willing you are to change it, how courageous you are and how serious you are about healing this trauma and loving your monsters. For me, it could take several weeks or months. My mind hasn't been trained enough yet to focus on the problem long enough. It isn't able to focus long enough to heal the trauma that has become a monster in just one day. My mind takes longer to do so, which is fine, because with the two steps or three that I've explained to you, I can easily let the monster transform in a huggable teddy bear again. All it takes for me is to recognize when the monster comes up again, seeing that it no longer holds power over me and loving it. Those three things have allowed me over and over again to convert the monster to my side instead of against me. And to be honest with you, transforming our monsters so they take our side holds tremendous power. It's a force to be reckoned with when you learn to forgive and love your monsters. They are strong and hold a lot of energy for you to use. That energy will allow you to achieve your wildest dreams with ease. To live a beautiful life with energy and excitement. All that energy that we gave to the monsters over all those years has been stored within them. By loving them and making them our allies, we tap into this tremendous source of energy. We can use it, we can move forward with it, and we can make a big impact with it. Love, my dear listener, that's the answer here. To be at peace with your monsters, to love them, to see them, to recognize them, and to not give them control over your life any longer. To go to bed at night and feel no fear anymore. To be able to end your day and say... Today I lived. I have loved my monsters. They are part of me now. And I will make the most of my days. Thank you for listening. I hope to speak to you in the next one. Check me out on Instagram. Which is at today.i.lived Where we together learn and celebrate life. Or check out my newsletter called Rise with the Sun where I each week share three thoughts to celebrate life. Have an amazing day and remember today you live. Make the most of it.